Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty, the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This episode 157, today's guest hosts the Allow Me To Be Frank podcast, the YouTube sensations Tanks Cooks and Raw Doggin. He's the brains behind Sports Encyclopedia. He's one of the most popular Barstool sports personalities or world-famous Mets, Devils, and Dolphins fans. And like me and my co-host, an ardent New Jersey transit hater, and of course, he is a huge Seinfeld fan. Please welcome Frank the Tank Fleming. Frank, thank you so much for joining. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I just looked it up. The uh, episode uh, for 157 for Seinfeld was the uh, Buttershave, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the season premiere of uh, uh, the last season, uh, where uh, George is uh, uh, getting his new job at Play Now and. Uh, Using uh, the, the, the uh, mobility scooter still, even though he's now healed. Yes, a brutal episode in our opinion. We, I think we gave him an F, but we'll, we'll get into what your thoughts are, Frank. So, an incredible pickup there. So take us back, 1989. You're, you're a freshman, I believe, at Bloomfield uh, High School when Seinfeld came out. Um, um, I was, yeah, but I was um, – let me see uh, – well, the uh, the first episode premiered on July fifth, nineteen eighty nine. I actually um, started high school a few months later. Gotcha. So, so take us back to that nineteen eighty nine. When did you become a uh, a fan of Seinfeld? Obviously, those kind of teenage years are formative for you know love of sports and obviously a lot of love of comedy. I'm curious when you uh, first kind of got your hooks into Seinfeld. Uh, I'm going to say I actually got kind of an early start on Seinfeld, a lot earlier than a lot of people did. Before a lot of uh, a lot of people really like it, really got popular. Um, I, I think that the first episode I really, really, really like started. Okay, I got to start watching the show uh, regularly. Um, I, I was around 1991. I was uh, wasn't feeling well. I had a I had a bad upper, upper respiratory infection. Just uh, this is like maybe uh, late January, early February. Just after the Giants won the Super Bowl, and um, it was the pony remark. Yes, I had a pony. My sister had a pony. We all <laughs> had ponies. So what's wrong with that? It's like he's like, it's like he goes. I, I look at all these people, and they, I, these these pictures of immigrants. I don't see what pony on there. Why would you leave <laughs> a country with ponies and come here when there's no ponies? Exactly. Yeah, you know it's funny too. The the pilot episode of Seinfeld, the first really glimpse into the show is. Him answering the phone. If you know what happened to the Mets game, don't tell me because I taped it, right? So yeah. they must have had you hooked pretty early on, too, with the Mets Mets connection. Another yeah. great one. Probably, if you ask me, my favorite sports-related Seinfeld moment is on the subway with the naked guy talking about the Mets season. Yeah. That, uh, that 92 Mets season. You know, they got they don't have any speed. They got Coleman. They got no pitch. You know, that whole thing. Uh, what, what are some of your great uh, Seinfeld uh, you know, Dwight Good, you know, it's not too easy. It's a good cover for those rotator cuffs. <laughs> My favorite sports moment. Take yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. Oh, there you go. That's what we, you that's guys. what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> another great devil, devil uh, connection. Kenny Danica. Uh, no, you know, he uh, he dated uh, Melanie Smith, or better known as Rachel Goldstein, who caught George with his pants down and made out during oh, Schindler's oh, oh. List. Yeah. <laughs> Real life, she was hot and heavy with Kenny Danico back in those uh, oh nice early nineties, mid nineties Devils teams. I yeah. never heard that. Um, the, uh, the Devils, yeah. I mean, I obviously love the uh, the uh, the David Putty episode, 
And about maybe four years ago now, five years ago, and I have it, uh, the Devils gave out um, a David Putty bobblehead. Yeah. And uh, uh, this year, uh, the pregame hype video is Patrick Warburton talking about you're coming in our house. We're going to show you just what Jersey's all about. <laughs> so, so, like, so the Devils have really like linked in with Patrick Warburton and the whole putty thing. And he, he, he did, he does the pregame hype video. I got it. Like I said, he had a, uh, I got a David putty and it's full with the face paint and everything. Uh, bobble that I got about uh, four or five years ago at the uh, giveaway at the Devils game. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's kind of the the, the beauty of Cyber. Why we love it is kind of that, and being in the New York, New Jersey area, is that connection with sports. We mentioned the Mets, uh, the Devils, obviously. Um, they talk a lot about mass. What's that? You guys, ever go out to the uh, every August now, uh, or they've done in August pretty much almost every year. They have um, Seinfeld night. The Seinfeld oh, yeah. game. Yeah, we almost we almost were a part of it. We were uh, we were in talks. We couldn't figure out what we were going to do there, but we were definitely yeah. I just, uh, uh, yeah. This year they gave out a um, a George Costanza marine biologist bobblehead, and he's on top of a whale. <laughs> <laughs> were you out there? Yeah, they uh, Peterman was out there. He's a big Red Sox fan, but he uh, I think he threw out the first pitch or something this year. Yeah. Uh, he no. actually, uh, he, he uh, did he talk for uh, pitch? I don't know. I know he did the uh, the pregame line, the uh, the, oh, the line, the lineups on the uh, the, the uh, PA system. Yeah, he's he's certainly got the voice for that. Um, so Frank, I mean, your team's you know from the Devils to the Mets, we talked about to Dolphins and Notre Dame. Where do you first off? How do you become a Dolphin fan? Was that is that Marino? Marino. And then Mets was good. Was did you anchor in a guy like uh, Notre Dame, for instance? That was another, you know, around that I same time. I became a Notre Dame fan later in life. Really? Yeah, basically, it's the legacy. Huh? I kind of, I kind of used to be kind of a Hurricane fan. Oh, but the, I got, uh, I, the Jimmy Johnson Hurricanes. Yeah, I kind of got tired of their, with uh, with uh, the stuff they pull. Uh, they did just, uh, and then then they lost their stadium. They took over the Dolphin Stadium, and I don't like that. I don't like them playing on Dolphin Stadium. <laughs> um, and I just I just kind of lost interest in Miami, and and uh, and I was trying to think of what team should I start rooting for. And I said, you know what, why don't they just go tradition Notre Dame? Yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with Andy. I mean it's either you either love him or hate him. Um, the uh, yeah, so one of the reasons why we we caught you was uh, doing the 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 barstool dozen, and Seinfeld was your niche. Uh, yep. you were dominating that. Yeah, that one one Mullen Springs tough question, but uh, I think Jeff screwed you on those Mets questions, those jersey numbers. And, I mean, you're giving me Dick Schofield. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Dick yeah. Schofield. Uh, I, 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 he, he didn't even start the season with the Mets. He never played a full season with the Mets. Yeah, that's a rough one. Um, but uh, yeah, so so getting back to Seinfeld, we, we mentioned the butter shave, and O'Hara mentioned we didn't give it a very good grade. We're not big fans of the later years. Uh, we just think the show changed a lot. Um, you know, there's still some funny moments and some funny episodes, great lines. Uh, We're partial to earlier years, though. It, it, it would happen at the end, I think, because uh, uh, and and Jerry was brilliant in just knowing when to end it, and. Uh, 
I, I, to me, the height of Seinfeld was the season where they're filming the pilot. Season four. I, I think that might be this one of the single greatest episodes. I mean, you're talking about a television series. I don't think for a sitcom or a comedy, 30-minute comedy show, I don't think there's one singular season of any other show, sitcom, that is better than season four of Seinfeld. Hearts, it's hard to argue. Yeah, we put three, four, and f- five there. Um, but to your point, the the arc of the storyline, obviously, and then incredible episodes like the Junior Mints, the implants, um, you know, the airport. The I, pick. Well, the, well the, I think those are those are three, right? The uh, implants and, and Junior Mints. Season four. That's four. That's four. Yeah, they uh, they weave they weave them into the end. In. Contest of season four too. Yeah, I know uh, the contest of season uh, four. The pick it was uh, season Bubble four. Boy. Bubble Boy receiver letters. I mean, there's a lot, opera, The Virgin. Yeah, it's packed. You're not. You're not wrong. It is packed. You got Crazy Joe Davola. I mean, uh, who are some of your uh, your secondary character favorites, like the Crazy Joe Davolas or the Bookmans or uh, you know these types of people, the ones that are kind of the guest star roles, not so much the main four. Uh, Jay Peterman. I like Jay Peterman. Uh, he might have been kind of like a the, the seasons may not have been as great. As the other seasons, but Jay Peterman was always it was just so goofy and funny. Yeah, he's iconic for sure. I mean, um, <laughs> uh, I, I uh, of course, the Casanzas. Ah, parents are the best. Yeah, yeah, parents are the best. <laughs> Who's having sex with the chicken? <laughs> Very relatable. So, Frank, tell us a little okay, bit. About- Uncle, Uncle Leo. Oh, Uncle Leo, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Uncle Leo, <laughs> hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, how did you get into Seinfeld? Did you, did you just watch? You said you were kind of sick that day. Like, were, I don't know, were kids in high school talking about the show? Do you, do you remember anything about, because this, this is the pre, you know, no DVR, none of that stuff. Oh, it's kind no, of just no, people chatting. Um, the uh, the chatter of Seinfeld didn't really start until uh, uh, the, uh, the Keith Hernandez episode. I think started getting some uh, pulling some people in, and um, the contest. Those were the two that made Seinfeld water cooler. Yeah, I agree. I, the Hernandez episode just made it just take off. In, yeah. in, in my opinion. Especially yeah. for guys, guys like us in New York, New Jersey, just like you know, all of a sudden we see Keith Hernandez on, like it's kind of mind blowing, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I ranked that up there. I mean, not it wasn't as big a moment, but the whole Jay Buner line too. From you mentioned uh, the parents, the Costanzas, <laughs> that line. When I heard Jay Buner's name mentioned on TV, I was just like, I the, yeah, the wife was crying. The wife is the, the, the mother's crying, and he goes, "And all right, says, how could you train?" <laughs> Hey, Buner. <laughs> you know, well, tell me about Ken Phelps. Ken Phelps this, Ken Phelps that. I had to have Ken Phelps. <laughs> it's just so New York. The show is so New York, so our, so our area, you know, like the subway thing we were talking about earlier, the Jay Buner stuff. I mean, this is stuff, you, you, it's kind of embedded, right, in, 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 in everything that, uh, uh, you know. I, I, earlier this year, uh, earlier this year, I went, uh, went for, uh, when was walking around part of uh, New York. And um, I noticed I was on um, on the on the um, Lower East Side. Uh, I was doing a hot dog review, actually. 
Uh, I was doing a hot dog review at Griff Dog. And I realized I'm a uh, short walk away from the Nexus of the Universe. First and first. First and first. <laughs> I must be at the Nexus of the Universe. That's a great Kramer line. <laughs> and there's actually a bar there or something like that that's called the Nexus. That's good stuff. Yeah, the Nexus of the Universe. First and first. Um, that's so good. What, um, I, I know you got, there's gotta be some duds for you. What, what, you remember an episode you dislike? What, what, what kind of rubbed you the wrong way? What episode you kind of, when you see them on TV, you just kind of turn it off. You're like, ah, it's not, it's not the best sign. Granted, it's probably still a good comparatively, but for Seinfeld, maybe it wasn't your favorite. I tell you one thing I hate whenever I'm watching on uh, channel 11, WPIX there, the clip show episodes. Hate them. <laughs> hate when they come on yeah there's a couple of those there's the hundredth one that peter melbourne put together that's not too bad but the the ones that any end with i agree with you on that for sure like it was, um, like, the, it was like the lead into the last episode yes those are bad. i agree those are bad those are tough to watch yeah yeah, yeah. i don't like the clip shows i did what else you, you you sit through the frogger frank i mean give us a couple that you know you can't like the 93 mets you hate right give me some sign for you still love the team but what episode don't you like? Uh, I'm trying to think of some ones that really I don't like. Um, I forgot the name of the episode. It's the one that when they, they showed it the first time, they showed it in reverse. Yeah, the old reverse one. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a rough one to get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, uh, with, uh, and, and the, 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 the gimmick was that the all-day sucker that, that Kramer was eating got bigger as the episode got long, got long which is... I guess that was part of the joke, but I thought that was a terrible episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, those are later years. If there's a if there's a Seinfeld character you relate most to, who would it be? Of the four, I guess. I don't know, probably Costanza because I have no fucking luck and my parents are fucking insane. <laughs> 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 and I'm glad now I have a... Uh, 2,000, uh, 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 2,500 uh, mile buffer out in uh, Rexburg, Idaho. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you need that buffer. That You need that buffer. That's great, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, Costanza, I mean, Costanza is, is, is one for the ages, right? I mean, his all-timer, you know, between, uh, you know, my mother caught me, to I was in the pool, uh, you know, the whole St. Vandalay. Yeah, I mean, there's just so much there to to take in with uh, with George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he give me the middle finger? Oh, the tartable, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were thinking about that. I mean, you're a big Met fan. They obviously start with a lot of Met stuff, the Hernandez stuff, the stuff on the subway we talked about. In the pilot, he, I mean, in the uh, the cable, uh, the baby shower, he gets cable to watch Mets on the on, on cable. Um, but then they make the switch when George gets the job with the Yankees. They do a lot more Yankee stuff. Huh? Was that something that rubbed you the wrong way, or are you still just a fan of just watching Steinbrenner? I was a fan of it. Yeah. The Yankees obviously were a bigger team at the time. Uh, I mean, who are the Mets going to bring out? Rico Brogna? <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, that was before the Yanks became the Yanks. I mean, it was, you know. No, mid- yeah, it was. In fact, don't you remember uh, – when uh, George was uh, trying to get the job with the Mets, and yeah, he was going around the the, the, uh, the parking lot with his World Series trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Wearing Babe Ruth's uniform, the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. And rubbing like peanut butter and jelly on it. Yeah, well, it's funny. And it's funny. We had Mr. Morgan on the show. Remember Mr. Morgan? He actually, uh, yeah. George, George's boss, he actually worked for in real life at Yankee Stadium and helped like the actual Mr. Steinbrenner. So a lot of these things come full circle. It's pretty funny. Um, all right, so Frank, let's let's get to the rant, right? The rant that kind of changed your life, if you will, maybe. But New Jersey Transit, been there. Believe me, we I'm both, still there yeah. every day. We both hate it. Uh, so, I mean, iconic for sure. But, you know, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, you probably did that 100 times in your life, but there's never a camera there, right? Nope. I so mean, what, New Jersey Transit is so bad. And there's the so worst bad. thing in the world. The worst thing in the world is New Jersey Transit. I mean, last week, last week, let me see if I can find it on my phone. Last week, I was driving in, and I just happened to just look over. I mean, I'm on a train heading into the city in the morning, heading to the office over here uh, in New York. And uh, and uh, let me see if I can find this picture. And, and I'm sure you uh, you all know what this is like. You've all seen this. Let me see if I can find the picture. As I scroll through, um, I take all these slideshows, and so let me see if I can find the picture. Find the picture. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm still looking for it. But the train windows. The train windows of New Jersey Transit. They, I don't think they have ever seen one single solitary soap or water. The only water these trains ever see is probably rain. Uh, yeah, I this, mean, this is a train window for New Jersey Transit. I've said this a hundred times. If if you ride the New Jersey Transit for one week, I give you one week riding the New Jersey Transit, it'll break you. You 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 will not even understand how bad it is unless you ride it. I Just don't one care week. How much, I give you one week. I pay I pay twenty. Well, to park would be thirty dollars, and I don't like driving on the highway and. Uh, it's like like did and then you got to like set time limits and stuff. So, and if I get here stuck here late, then I have to try to find a late uh, train, which the late trains run uh, like every two hours. Uh, and then then you have um, so I end up Ubering to the Sea Caucus most days, and back home from the Sea Caucus because going through Newark Penn Station. It's hell! It's hell on earth, man! It's it's terrible. Newark Penn, Newark Penn Station makes New York Penn Station. The Penn Station, everyone knows, so everyone always makes fun and mocks because it's filthy and dirty. And yeah, it's filthy and dirty in New York City. Compared to Newark, Penn Station in New York, by under Madison Square Garden, dark and G dirty, is Buckingham Palace. Compared to Newark Penn Station. 100%. 100%. They had, it is yeah. now. They, they improved it, the New York one. But yeah, Newark, forget about it. In Newark Penn Station, there's there's very few escalators. And so you have to, So and I can't, and I have trouble walking upstairs. So to get up to the platform, I have to take an elevator. There is such a smell of urine that is now permanently stained the metal force of these trains that they try to put bleach on it and all you get is a combo smell whenever they clean it, it is like a bleach mixed with urine 
Uh, and then there's the smell of feces, the smell of shit. And yeah, I've actually been on a car, uh, saw an elevator car that literally had a hunk of shit. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe some guy had urethritis. You know what I mean, Frank? I mean, I mean, the the hellscape of North Penn. And they, you get to the platform. There are no benches except for the uh, except for the shelter area. And the shelter area is nothing but homeless. I was I was here one time, and there was a guy going, "I'm blind. I'm blind. Help the blind brother. Help the blind. Help the blind. Help the blind man." Ma'am, help help the blind young young boy young, and you have a nice looking boy. I mean, I, I could tell just by seeing it, feeling him. I'm blind. I'm blind. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> I mean, it was it was so obvious he wasn't blind. <laughs> help me, I'm blind. Help me, I'm blind. <laughs> and it felt like a dollar has come. Thank you for the five dollars. <laughs> Well, you know, you're like you're more like Kramer there because Kramer in the subway episode goes, "That guy's not blind when he goes yeah, asking for money." That's true. Uh, well, Frank, you should get a you know, come on, Barst- Barstool should get you like a Francesa. Who's Francesa's old driver? Julio or somebody? Julio, yeah, yeah, drive you around or something. Um, that was a, that must have been fun meeting Big Mike, huh? If you yes, uh, it was, yes, back. it was. It's not, but it's not too bad. Uh, the, uh, the if the trains are running on time, if if yeah exactly big if big if if. it's it's a 10 minute ride from secaucus to madison square garden and i'm just to get out to get out to shay it's gonna it takes forever you know it's a pain Uh, i'm i'm starting to connect with people to do that i'm actually i actually uh through jenks had a a driver take me home uh that that that, that, john named john who's uh he was able to get us home for a couple times so uh, that's that's starting to be arranged. When I go to Devil Games, I just drive myself. I got a parking pass to my Devil's game with my Devil tickets. And and for me, it's a 20-minute drive uh, without traffic to uh, the Prudential Center. Is yeah. Brodeur, Brodeur all, your all-time guy? Yes. Who's your all- yes. No doubt. Yep. And the 95 team? 95 team uh, will always be special, but to me, my favorite Devil's team is the 2000 team. Nice. Why is that? Just because the way Scott Stevens laid out. <laughs> I, was, I thought, yeah, I thought maybe Stevens might be your favorite devil. Whatever, yeah, I figure it's Bordeaux, though. But and well, what's funny time. is I graduated college uh, during those playoffs. It took me a few years. I took a gap year. Then I went to a two-year school, which I did. It was more like two-and-a-half-year school. Then I was two-and-a-half years at Montclair State. Uh, ended up taking one last course that I needed. One last course I didn't realize I needed for. So I graduated in May of 2020. The Devils were down three games to one. Uh, the graduation ceremony was the morning of the game five. Uh, game five was actually at in Philadelphia, and uh, while lining up to walk out to uh, graduation, uh, the commencement from Oakland State. I was lined up near the Zamboni, and I sat on top of the Zamboni. The Devils won the next three games, won the Stanley Cup, and the rest is history. 
Wow. That's incredible, man. That's great to hear. Um, yeah, those Devils teams, that, that that got me hooked too. That The 94 year got me hooked and then the 95, obviously, and uh, the rest, like you said, is history. That's a great, uh, great story. Yeah, these stories, I mean, it's just, I, just while we're on it, the, the, you know, there's Jimmy V at the ESPYs, then there's you at the Barstool Awards, man. That that speech you gave at those Barstool Awards, I tell you, that was something else, man. That that was you could tell that that was something that you were you were definitely uh, you know put your heart in. It's so great to see uh, you know oh, the thanks. success you've had. Yeah, I mean, I figured a, a good speech to make. Uh, I mean, it was an interesting night, and just to give a good speech, and that's just what was in my head. Were you uh, were you a barstool guy, Frank? Like twenty years ago, like did you envision any of this happening? I'm just I'm just curious. Well, I'm not a big fan. I went to school for broadcasting and I just couldn't find a job. I ended up being a court clerk, uh, and then the rant happened. Barstool uh, uh, gave me a little bit of a part time gig, and I did that for three years. And I finally got I've uh, full time now about three years now. Cool. And you're still working on your uh, sports. Encyclopedia. Uh, that's on hiatus right now. I don't know where I'm going with that right now. Right. It's impressive, You're, anyway. Yeah, I, I do love it. I'm looking at like Atlanta Brave team history here. Yeah. yeah. I, what I what I need is someone to help me rebuild it again, but make it easier to update. And somebody was supposed to help me, and they pulled out. Okay, hey, anyone out there listening, man, give a shout out to Frank because uh, I think that thing is amazing. Yeah, keeping those things going is hard, man. There's a lot. There's a lot yeah, of now, that goes now into that. Now I'm walking. I'm doing all this stuff. Uh, I'm uh, seriously thinking about doing a 30 ballpark tour in 2024. All 30 Major League Baseball ballparks. That would be sweet, man. That's something we look forward to for sure. What um you know just to touch back on Seinfeld because that's our uh, that's our wheelhouse um you know a lot of the stuff you were just talking about the whole commute and and just you know there's there's as Jerry said there's no uh, there's no the way in New York there's traffic all the time both ways right it's it's embedded yeah. in us and and a lot of people said that show was like too New York when it first came out and everything but um you know it, it does epitomize that there is that oh, whole, everything you know, is New York in that show I mean it it is probably the most quintessential essential New York City television show of all time. Just like Seinfeld is the most quintessential New Jersey show of all time, Seinfeld is New York through and through. I mean, I mean, and and, and the great thing about Seinfeld is we we were talking about just how many sports episodes there are, and it was always there's almost like there was like one sports mention all the time. It was like, um, I mean, the the uh, the ball boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it's not, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, uh, I mean, it's just uh, the, the 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 deaf lines woman there. Uh, the, yeah. uh, the lip reader. That was his episode. The lip yeah, reader. The lip yeah. reader. Yeah, yeah. Mar- the lip Mar- reader. Marley Matlin. Yeah. You know, it's really good too. When Kramer goes to the fantasy camp, I, I love that they throw out you know Moose Scouring. You know, they they throw out the Cleet Boyer. They don't just stick with like you know just the oh, Mickey okay. Mantle. It's just the, those those and Joe Pepitone. Uh, you know, built Central Park. Like you said, oh, built Central Park. Just like like just just out of nowhere, just like your references. Oh yeah, yeah. well. Uh, it's- it's like Mickey Mantle corked his bat, referring to uh, what's her name getting fake boobs, okay, right? I mean, it's everything. It's just incredible. I mean, I mean uh, Joe Montana, Joe DiMaggio at uh, Dinky Donuts. Dinky Donuts, yeah. Dinky Donuts. The guy slept with Marilyn Monroe. You think he's gonna be at Dinky Donuts? 
you well, it's funny. There was a, an article that yeah, DiMaggio's granddaughters love Seinfeld. There was rumors that he was actually going to be on the show, but never came to fruition. But um, and even like Bob, you know, I think they made it. They made it feel real, right? They they involved Bob Shepard when they had the Yankee games, or even well, Joel Rick in the Giant Stadium at the time. Bob Shepard also did Giant games, and he's the one that goes Joel Rifkin. Right, exactly. Oh, yes, exactly. He, 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 at the time, and I love the clip there. That they got, they must have paid NFL films for what they had, to, like the LT, like the LT. <laughs> LT. Yeah, not everyone picks up with that Bob Shepard. You got to know. You got to know it's Bob Shepard. That's great. Yeah, from uh, Stry- how, 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 how are you not? The, uh, how about the yeah. uh, Rizzuto keychain? Oh, yeah, Rizzuto, Rizzuto <laughs> keychain. Yeah, his head. He says, "Holy cow!" And the car is going over the pothole. Holy cow! Oh, ho, holy cow! <laughs> they don't make him like Phil anymore, huh, Frank? Get, leaving the Yankee game to beat the traffic, like the best. Although I, I know stories about Phil Rizzuto. Guy was the guy threw uh, dimes around like they, like they were manhole covers. Oh yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. There's there's a bowling alley. That was in Clifton, New Jersey, not too far from Bloomfield. Yeah. Um, we're Romance Emporium. I don't know if you know that area. Stuyvesant. Yeah, Route 346 over there, yeah. It's Route 3, yeah. Sty- it's Stuyvestown. Uh, they're now building a uh, stool Leonard's over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, where that is, about 60, uh, 50 years ago in the 60s, uh, Bay, uh, Yogi Berra and... Uh, Furuzuto owned a bowling alley. And they said that if Yogi Berra came, and this is when players couldn't, didn't have enough money. I mean, this is probably 50, late 50s, early 60s. If uh, So if Berra was there, drinks on the house, drinks flowed. It was like, hey, yeah, yeah, come on here. You come over here. When Furuzuto was there, you couldn't get water. Without paying for it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, I know this guy who he was like, um, he was the landscaper. And he was working, and he was working. He's working. And uh, at Fozula's house. And he was thirsty, so he started drinking out of the, out of the hose. Rizzuto cut off the, ho- the water to his hose because he was drinking out of it. Wow. <laughs> He's got a little Costanza in him, huh? A little cheap? Yes. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, Frank, did it, did it bother you that Gooden and Strawberry became Yankees? A little bit. Uh, but that was uh, that was when, uh, you see, one thing you got to know about George Sandberg. Well, he, um, he likes back pages. And he hated the 86 Mets because they dominated back pages. He hated those Mets teams in the 80s. He was jealous of them. So when the Mets fell apart and those players became available, he couldn't wait, help but Do you realize how many 86 Mets actually wore Yankee uniforms? Rafael Santana briefly played for the uh, yeah. Yankees. Bob Ojeda played for the Yankees. David Cohn. Strawberry, Gooden, they got they made they hired Lee Mazzilli as a as a base coach. I mean, right? Uh, Mel Stoudemire was the uh, Mets pitching coach in the well, he was a Yankee before Matt. So, but 
he uh, he went now. Uh, he was a Mets '86 pitching coach. He ended up working for the Yankees. I mean, Steinbrenner had a just deep envy of the '86 Mets. And uh, in the '90s, he uh, after he got suspended for uh, following uh, Dave Winfield, and like he still kind of was a little rowdy in the '90s, but he really settled down. He yeah. really settled down. And uh, in the mid '90s, he became Father Flanagan. Where it was like, I'm going to help all these uh, ex players. Uh, he signed uh, Steve Howe. Oh yeah, Steve Howe. And if you if if you if you remember Steve Howe, yeah, it's cokehead. Yeah, I mean Steve 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 Steve, uh, Steve Howe. I think uh, wanted to uh, literally uh, go down on his uh, on his knees and uh, snort the baselines. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Howe. Steve Howe used to do, do do lines of coke in the bullpen when he was at the Dodgers. Yeah, how is always watching. Yeah, well, you know, the eighties, uh, man. Good and you yeah, know. I mean, I mean uh, so 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 uh, George Simon had that Father Flanagan phase and it, it actually ended up paying off. It made him a I think it helped uh, re- rehabilitate his image and help the Yankees win. Uh, I, I like the episode. There's another one one day RL with the uh with Seinfeld uh is talking is talking to George Simon because he goes, I fired all these managers, Billy Martin. <laughs> Panella, Billy Martin, and yeah. then he goes, "Buck Showalter." Oh no, 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 oh, no, no! You didn't hear that from me. That <laughs> 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 is just as Buck Showalter is about to get fired, and he ended up getting fired. Yeah, that's uh, that's a classic too. The um, what are your thoughts on the finale of Seinfeld? A lot, a lot of fans are go back and forth with it. Curious what you thought about the finale. You do like the clip show, so I'm wondering if you actually liked the finale episode. It wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. That's kind of how we feel. I, I would like it into the Super Bowl. It's like, you know, everyone watches the Super Bowl and not everyone watches the whole regular season. You know, everyone watched the finale, but they weren't watching Seinfeld all the was, way through. I, so I it's mean, like, you know. I would I would give it a C. It's not a not a not a B, not a D, not an F, a C. I mean, it had some funny moments. Uh bringing back the characters was interesting. Agreed. And now I don't know if they're ever gonna do a reunion. Uh, Jerry I, brought something up the other day. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't we'll, like we'll it. See. We'll see. But leave it alone. I mean, I think I gave it a C or something like that. But uh, yeah, I, yeah that, that's well, a fair grade. You know what would have made it better at the end when they're waiting for the verdict? The courtroom changes, and they find out that they're not in a criminal court. That they're in purgatory. And instead of being on trial for their freedom, they're dead. The plane crashed. And at the end, it goes, at the end, they, 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 they realize that they're walking down the hallway. They realize, wait a second, this is going to go, oh no, this hasn't been a criminal trial. You actually died. <laughs> a little dark, Frank. A little dark. <laughs> and here. The Larry David, tw- I mean, and, Larry Charles twist. And at the end, when the reverter comes out there, you guys are terrible people. Look at how you live your lives. I find you guilty and sentence you life in e- eternity in hell. <laughs> <laughs> you would like that one, huh? <laughs> that, if they would have pulled that, that's a twist I, I, I always thought about would have been funny at the end. Instead of being on the, in having a trial where everyone is. 
everyone's there. And this way, if they would have done this, we have one last witness. Susan, you killed me. You bought those cheap envelopes? They're poison, George. They're poison. And the reason you did it is because you never wanted to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> they, could have, they could have thrown her in there. And it would have been just, instead of being on trial, it would have been hell. You see if, we if, if, if we ever get Jerry on, we're going to bring that up and tell him Frank the Tank thought this would be a better idea. You so. were trained? Yeah, is right by the train. The New yeah, Jersey Transit. The New Jersey Transit gets us again. <laughs> I used to live near a train, so I know that sound. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, a staple in our podcast. Every episode, the train goes by. So speaking of Seinfeld, Jerry himself, have you – I know you probably see the ticket holder now, right, for the Mets or uh, you uh, get a package? You ever, uh, well, now that you have kind of bar stool access, any, any interactions with Jerry or can Tim Portnoy set that up? Uh, not yet, but well, maybe one day. That'd be cool. You'll you'll show him the bottle opener, right, Frank? Yeah, yeah. If, if I have it, I have it. I have it by my computer right now. <laughs> Good to hear. <laughs> we don't want to keep it too long. We don't get you back to the live stream. But uh, any 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 thoughts you got on uh, any episodes that you you're, you've kind of jogged your memory on? We're thinking about. We're trying to find your your maybe your top five episodes. Uh, you know, put you on the spot a little bit if you can come up with well, maybe your top five list. Um, I don't know all the episode titles, but I do know uh, the, the boyfriend Keith and Anna's episode that's absolutely got to be on my top five. Uh, the face painter obviously is in my top five. Uh, the contest, I mean, that's that was just so outrageous and outlandish and crazy. Uh, um, what was it? The um, I don't know. Dan, Dan, Dan Marino wasn't in any episodes. I know the oh. route you're going here. I know the. I know one. I know what episode that that I, that I really like. That's like uh, I don't know the name of the the, the episode. It's um, uh, it's, but it's the episode where uh, George pushes the old woman down and uh, for oh, the fire. fire. Oh, that's the fire. Oh, the That's fire, all right, the yeah, fire. Yeah. Seemingly, the same seemingly. episode with the pinky toe. Ow, my pinky toe! That's yeah, Toby. That's oh, Toby. Driving the bus. Yeah. Uh, the Bubble Boy. That's also oh. a great episode. That's definitely my top. That's a great you, list, man. You like all the classics, man. Appreciate it. I mean, the, uh, uh, another uh, good episode early on. And like I said, I don't know all the titles off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Uh, the Bus Boy. That was the name of this episode. The Bus Boy. <laughs> yeah. The no, Bus Boy fired. No one ever beat the Van Wick. That's another great New York uh, yeah. when, when a lady comes yeah. out. No one yeah. ever beat the Van Wick. It is, it's like, like if he walks, Joy, Kramer walks into the guy's apartment there and leaves the door open. La Porta. There's another injury. smile like this. <laughs> the door is open. My cat got away. So they're looking for his cat. And then it turns out the restaurant ends up getting that uh, explosion, kills the busboy that replaced him. And the George thinks he's going to go kill him. He goes, You saved my life. And I got a better job at higher pay. And then George, Elaine's near the well is like beating him and him getting into a fight. 
Yeah, that that's the that's the episode that Larry David cites as the episode where they they figured out how to put it all together. That fight in the hallway you just mentioned is 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 the first time they brought it all together. And all the characters came together at the end of that fight. And, I mean, uh, yeah. it's up to the cat now. That's a great. That's a. Great I mean, dude, dude, I mean, that guy, the guy's just like laying in bed, goes, oh, I do it up to no, get out of here, no, 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 you no. no. <laughs> That's hey, a Wade's hey. coming out episode. That's what she she does that whole running around, like you said. That's her, that's one of her best. There, there are some good monologues in, in Seinfeld, like uh, Jerry. Does he was angry that day? I mean, that's one of the great monologues. Um, the comedic monologue, cinnamon ba- baka, lesser baka. No, no, it isn't. Whenever it is, it, they went to cinnamon, and it's like, ooh, they have a black and white cookie. Look to the cookie, Elaine. Look to the cookie. <laughs> I mean, such great lines in some episodes. And Elaine, if it wasn't for that 20 car pileup, I would have beaten Van Wick. But now that ne'er do well is downstairs and he's parking the car. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever beat the Van Wick. Nobody ever beat the Van Wick. <laughs> You look like a Lloyd Braun, the Lloyd Braun guy too, Frank, uh, with the old elbow move. Yeah, the the, the, the Lloyd Braun. That uh, <laughs> I mean that that's the show, right? It's it's relatability. It's they're kids. They're kids. As simple as that. Who love sports and talking about women. That's kind of the show in a nutshell, right? And uh, and uh, the the uh, yeah episode with the. Um, the Desperado. Desperado. The guy who always is here, Desperado. Desperado. <laughs> that episode is packed. That is one of the episodes that's just like packed full. I mean, you got the, the Kramer going around the Japanese guys and he, he or they they burn for all their money, so they have to sleep in his drawers. They got Todd Gack with <laughs> Kramer is supposed to be jealous of Todd Gack. Meanwhile, he's got checks. That are like a royalty checks for like thirteen cents, and he's like writing out all these, all these royalty checks, and then he can't open the thing, and he like tries to beat it down, and it's like he then he goes in there and he goes, and tries to make witchy woman a song, and then they're at the hospital, and the the talk acts. It's like uh, it's, it's like dying here, like dee 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 dee, doctor doctor, and you're ooh witchy woman. <laughs> kind of like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> Super terrific happy hour. Oh my gosh. Yeah, amazing. Uh, that was a question on, uh, on the dozen, actually, if I recall correctly. Witchy woman. You, you answered uh, witchy woman. Oh, witchy woman, he says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? The Merv Griffin show. <laughs> That's a crowd favorite. <laughs> he goes, uh, Scandals and Animals. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's 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 the he's playing with her toys and, and, and making her pass out. <laughs> Incredible! Oh man, Frank, this is uh, we know you got a lot to to do tonight with the live stream. Can't thank you enough for for spending some time with us. We're just we're happy for your rise, man. It's yeah, great. It's incredible. Good, so good great thing. to see. Oh, Happy to people. 
Thanks. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for your time, Frank, and all the all the best and, and great success, man. You're you're amazing and, and a real inspiration, man. All right, thanks. Best of thank luck. You, Frank. Let's Have hopefully a good night. see you at Devil or Met game soon, buddy. All right, see you around. All right, thanks. Cheers. You.